Hi everyone, welcome to Better Homes and Dungeons. Before we get started, a quick word from our sponsor. Devin, Nate, I can see at least one of you is clean shaven. I assume <laughs> to maintain that shave, you like a good, no-nonsense razor. And to help you out there, we've got a special deal with Dratiste's razors at this time. Dratiste believes in a good, clean shave, and those blades are good for up to 10,000 dogs. <laughs> I'm not proud of that. Um, yeah, gentlemen, um, again, we have returning guests on Better Homes and Dungeons. Um, can I ask you to introduce yourselves because I'm bad at it? Yeah, I mean, I'll go first. This is, uh, yeah, I'm the reoccurring uh, uh, character here. Uh, my name is Devin. Uh, I'm the uh, head dungeon master over at Total Party Chill and one of the co-founders of Start Playing Games. Um, and then I'm going to shoot over to my uh, my partner here. Hey, uh, I'm Nate. I'm the other co-founder of Start Playing Games. Sh should we describe a little bit of Start Playing Games? Or, or should we describe ourselves? I have a beard. Uh, I'm wearing glasses, a denim shirt. I could take the shirt off if I need to. I don't know if that'll increase viewership, lower it. <laughs> it's this coming off. Decreasing my viewership. Oh, okay. All right. All right. All right. I'll put it back on. <clears throat> Nate is wearing a gray shirt. Got a, he's, he's got this elegantly disheveled uh, hair right now. Um, got the, the old slogan, make something people want. That's what we did. We tried. That's what we did. We made something people wanted. I, I know that. At least it seems that way. Um, yes. and uh, now Josh here is wearing a, a beautiful red hoodie um, because it's cold in Australia is it really? it's winter it's cold have... there? okay we don't have right. a proper I mean... winter in Sydney we have like a slightly crappy autumn you know it's, <laughs> it's not winter like a lot of people around the world see okay yeah. in, in San Francisco our summer is also winter yeah so and our, and our winter is winter our spring is winter all no, every, everything is actually just fall. It's just like fall. <laughs> and I don't mind it. I like it fall. Like, it's spooky season all the it time. It sounds like Seattle. Se Seattle's more wintry because I feel rain is like very wintry vibes. Yeah. It always feels like it's about to rain in San Francisco. Like it can okay. rain at any It's like teasing rain, but it doesn't. Yeah. And then the clouds move to Seattle. Yeah. yeah that, that and then we like, just end up with a drought. That, that, well, I know how that feels. <laughs> Yes, 2020, the year Australia was in drought, then on fire, then flooded, then we had the plague. Oh. Yeah, I, I don't know. Did you guys do something to Moses? <laughs> well, okay. We had a prime minister once by the name of Harold Holt, and he disappeared going for a swim. And, yeah, and there were a lot of jokes when our current prime minister, Scott Morrison, went on holiday to Hawaii that Harold Holt was coming back and that he was already a better prime minister than Morrison. <laughs> um, and to fill all Americans in, we have only one public monument to Harold Holt, and it's a swimming pool. Oh, my God. <laughs> because we are a That's cruel wonderful. people. Can we just talk for a second? I know we don't get to get off base because we only have so much time, but just the fact that, like, a world leader just goes missing for during a swim? During World War II. Like, that's yeah. how dangerous Australia is. During World War II, yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Well, never. Uh, that makes more sense. I always, so unfortunately, I've never been to Australia myself, but I did do some hiking over in New Zealand. And I find it just hilarious that there's no, there's no dangerous animal at all in New Zealand. 
Like, what did Australia do to get all the danger animals? And then New Zealand, like, no snakes, nothing. I mean, all the wildlife is friendly. One venomous spider called the catapoo. So, yeah. And, and I would say. Sorry. Having played rugby over there as an Australian in high school, um, A, that could have got me killed. And not by the guys on their field, by their wives and children on the sidelines. I That, that would have ended badly for me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, now, now you two are the co-founders of a really, really cool website called Start Playing Games. Um, where did this idea come into... What was the genesis of this? There's a couple. Um... Nate came and approached me, and I had been trying to figure out how to do this for a while, but he had, like, the really the full idea on how to make it happen. Um, I remember I was I, – because I had been doing professional dungeon mastering for a number of years, and there was a, a client who was like, hey, he was here on vacation in California, and he asked me to run it while, for his kids while they were on vacation. He's like, do you know anyone in Chicago um, that does this? And just wanting to find other, you know, dungeon masters for their kids. And – um it was like, man, there should be a, like a way better way to find dungeon masters, like you know, all over the country. I think this is kind of the sad part about it. Um, there's so many nerds in D and D, and it and it so happens that there's a ton of tech nerds in the world as well. But the tech for D and D just wasn't it wasn't there. We, you know, users would previously go to WordPress sites and have to deal with janky forms or search for hours on forums. And it was, it was something that was painful for me and it was painful for Devin and we thought that it would be painful for lots of other folk. And, and here's the thing is like we, we looked at it and there's, there's a lot of people that are innovating in the tech space for D&D. Like D&D Beyond is probably one of the most advanced tabletop RPG platforms out mm. there right now because they are, they are a tech company first. Um, you know, they, they were part of Twitch and they are now part of Fandom. But, um, you know, their whole idea is to, to build a tech-first platform. Um, and that's why they've, like, seen a lot of success as well. Because the, the industry, you know, wants innovation. People want easier tools, want, um, you know, uh, easier discovery. And, and that's kind of what we wanted to shoot for. Beyond, please partner with us. <laughs> uh, yeah, look, I, I think... Look, I'll, I'll level with you as well. Like, I think in the last few years, D&D tech has come along amazingly. Like, you look at Roll20, and look, the next thing, one of my, um, one of the people from the uh, pro game that I landed through your site, which is, you know, a huge thing, um, he showed me the next thing that Roll20 are working on with these beautiful, it's like, holy, like, guys, the, the, the Venn diagram of, like, tech nerds and D&D nerds, I'm pretty sure is almost just one solid circle. 100%. I, I was so surprised that there weren't more tech tools? nerds here. Yeah, well, there, there is now. They're all working on VTTs. Yes. Like, yes. Foundry, Astral Table, um, you know, uh, Tailspire. Uh, was it the Mythic Quest? What's the other one? Universe Quest, something like that. It, it looks like a like a, a pixel RPG game, right? Um, but everyone's working on a VTT. Multiverse too. Yeah, yeah. multiverse. Yeah. Multiverse is another. They were in the same batch of Y Combinator, which is sort of our tech accelerator. Um, and it's so great to see all that innovation being poured over into the VTTs. And yeah, and it it's makes also, me super excited. It's also really exciting to be part of like, be being part of Y Combinator 
I mean, they have a they have a a lower acceptance rate than Harvard um, for startups. So uh, you know that's where like Reddit, I think Twitch, uh, Airbnb, they all came out of this same platform. Uh, you know, this same accelerator, and and we're part of that, and and that's really exciting for us. Okay, that is yeah, that's pretty big. That that's very cool. Yeah, I mean, it it, it is a weird thing, and like, I think that we're slowly kind of getting to this point where the tech will catch up with, like, I think our theater of the mind. And that's going to be some good times. I think it's also going to be when my wife taps me on the shoulder and reminds me, uh, Josh, uh, your children need a father. <laughs> Take the headset They should off, play Josh. more D&D. <laughs> I want to get her into it, but she she's not into the whole fantasy thing. And before anyone starts with me, having a partner who helps you grow beyond who you are means you get to experience a lot of really cool stuff in the world. And because of her, yeah. I've experienced art, ballet, and I'm learning another language, which is pretty cool. Um, yeah, slowly getting there. Um, now with, so, so that was the genesis of, you know, um, start playing games. Now this has been, for me, it's been pretty cool. Like you, you guys have helped hook me up with a couple of gigs, which has been lovely, you know, is there going to be, I guess, more of a thing where we see more people wanting to learn to play these games? Do you think with the pandemic? Oh, definitely. I mean, I mean, we've, we've seen our growth, you know, uh, uptick like 25% week over week, um, because people are discovering us. Um, people are, are talking about us, they're rebooking, they're, they're playing more. Um, people that are exploring games like, oh, I want to learn this game system now. Um, that's one of the biggest, uh, hardest thing for publishers, especially, is that's why they do conventions. They like learn to play our game. Conventions aren't happening anymore. People want to. People still want that same experience, and now we're that solution. I mean, I mean, start playing is is first and foremost a game discovery platform. Uh, if you are looking to play a game, we're we're the best solution on the internet right now. Um, if you're looking for a professional dungeon master, we're also the best uh, resource on the internet for that right now, um, and and we want to make it easy. Like you know, I want to I want to learn how to play Pathfinder 2E. I don't have the time to consume that book and watch a lot, but I would. But I learn by playing, and I think a lot of people in the space do. The the one thing that so we talk to our users all the time, um, and it, it's just something. <laughs> <laughs> One thing that makes me really proud of our progress and super excited about it is when people look at the site, they ask like, oh, why haven't I seen this before? You guys must have been around for two years. And we tell them, well, we've been around for two months. Not only that, people are always like, why didn't this exist before? And I think if people are telling you, why, why didn't this exist before? It's a very good sign that you're doing something right. I agree. I mean, it, it's it's also one of those things that if you um, if you're still on Facebook and you actually use Facebook, which you absolutely shouldn't do because it, it's not good. Um, but if you go to the D and D group, um, you'll see like you know a constant recurring argument is you know professional dungeon masters, yes or no. And admittedly, the argument seems to be turning now from like no, never. You know, I I wouldn't want someone to charge me and my friends are having a good time to. Hey, actually, yeah, this would be cool. Like if someone's really that good and they've got the chops and they've got all the resources, then yeah, I mean, why not, you know, throw them a couple of bucks? Well, more right. than a couple of bucks, obviously, you know, like, you know, it's, our yeah. time is valuable. 
the, the way we see it is that if you go out, go to a movie, you buy some popcorn, you buy a drink, it's going to cost you 20 bucks. And it's, it's going to be great, right? But you're going to be sitting in front of a dark screen and not interacting with your fellows for two hours. Hold on, quick question. That's $20 in the States? Yeah, I mean, you, you go to a movie. I mean, I, I, I go to, uh, I end up paying like probably $17.50 for a movie. Um, yeah. But then you're, you're going to the movie, there's a lift right there. Yeah, if you think okay, I'm not okay. going to get popcorn and M and M's, so I'm I'm already at thirty dollars for myself. I'm paying for her. I'm paying for my partner. So you know, there's twenty bucks. Um, you know, she likes Twizzlers, so I'm going to get those. Um, and then uh, you know, we're going to sit there. We always go to the one where you can drink. So we're going to buy yes. you know seven dollar beers. Um, so all in all, I'm somehow at sixty dollars now to buy a for two people to go to the movies. Um, you know, we could drive ourselves. So yeah, maybe fifty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> how much yeah, is it for you that's, guys that's more What's... in line with the australian experience as well it's like it's why i haven't <laughs> gone to go see a movie for years it's like i i can't afford this i have children and a mortgage honestly so so for us it, it seems like just a better experience more fun and it's at a lower cost than going to a movie it so is. that's why we yeah. love it yeah yeah and i mean it's I'd say the other problem with a movie, like say over a roleplay game, is a movie does not care how you respond to it. Whereas a dungeon master, if you give me something to respond to, I can use this. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah. I mean, <clears throat> the thing is, you know, um, when we're kids, we 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 do collective storytelling. You know, when we play our, with our action figures or we tell these crazy stories. Um, but when we become adults, we we rarely. Uh, do a collective story um, outside of things like D and D, uh, where we sit around and everyone has a place in it. And so, unless it's very structured and very linear, um, or very confined by the rules of video game. Yeah, and I think that's regrettable that we lose that. You know, as we grow up, it's like, but but this is some of like, it's it's a weird thing that one of the most social um, pastimes in the world is like seen as extremely nerdy. It's like. No, guys, Dungeons and Dragons, as far as like your social skills, is inherently amazing because you are learning to work with people constantly and consistently, and you are also learning to pick up on cues in a consistent level as well, and and you have to get good at that. Yeah, Completely. and this is yeah, this is one of the reasons that we've seen uh, on our platform a lot of teachers succeed. Uh, they're very, I mean, not only that, a ton of kids absolutely love it and parents love it too, because yeah. instead of, you know, putting them in front of a video game or putting them in front of a TV for entertainment, you're able to do an interactive story where they're interacting with other kids, using their imagination, doing a little bit of math, which is always yeah. great. Uh, and again, you know, we've got teachers on our platform that have become full-time DMs and they're getting paid as much as they were previously, but they're able to have you know, their entire schedule uh, is free for them or they're able to choose their own schedule and they're also able to do what they love. Hmm. Yeah. Here's the thing. If if there was more math problems that were D&D themed, oh, I would I would have done so much more math homework. Devin, you should be in my previous campaign. <laughs> it was just nothing but math homework. We try to calculate like, okay, well, so all right, so if they're up in the air. Campaign? Yeah, right. <laughs> Like, well, if they're up in the air uh, this high and you're down the ground, 
technically you need to calculate, you know, the uh, a squared plus b squared equals the actual distance. You can't, you know, I'm like, okay. okay. So, so I was like, we're getting away from the point here, guys. The dragon's going to attack you. What are you doing? A, a lot of my friends are super tech nerds and they're also into stats. So one of my friends is super into stats and he was a warlock and he made a deal with a demon called the gambler. And so every, every time he would level up, he would go ahead and need to gamble with this demon. And so you'd need to figure out what the probability of a specific role is and what the success oh, would be and what to okay. bet. And so there was a lot of math. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm kind of lost for words because that is a level of like, like the, one of the biggest physics things we had in our game was a druid climbing up a um, tower tying ropes to this like metal grate in the window and then you know having a rope around themselves jumping backwards and turning into a bear midair okay how do you calculate the damage for this and it's like okay well like your average grizzly bear weighs about and the, you know, the average tensile strength of steel is about this much so it's like okay <laughs> Yeah, so I wing all of that. I'm like, no, you just knocked that dude out. It was sick as hell. Oh my god, everyone is like aghast. <laughs> I, I I very much give in to to my players in in those sense. Like, I don't know, this is insane, but I'm gonna let it be insane. I'm gonna let it be cool. I'm gonna let you do it. This guy is now a pancake. Congratulations, Bear Man, you did it. Um, yeah, but I I think there's a definite kind of. I mean, okay, I, I, I am also taking a kids group at the moment, not through the site, just um, I have a nine-year-old boy, and when we were really locked down, I said to him, hey, do you want to play a game of D&D &D with some of your friends? And it was a really good socialization tool to give them something that gave them normality. And, you know, three out of four of the kids, sorry, two out of three of the kids have, have stuck with it and really, really love it. And, you know, the parents are kind of amazed. They're like... You have no idea. They're actually reading things. Like, we've never seen them do this. And it's like, yes! <laughs> we've heard parents on our platform say, I didn't think my kid could sit still for four hours until he or she started playing D&D. &D. Yeah. It, it's, it's amazing. It is. It, it's, it, it is so much better than video games. And there's some great kids' games out there. Like, it doesn't have to be D&D. You know, to, to, to spruik power outage, to spruik no thank you evil. There are great kids games out there. And these are customizable for different levels as well. Like you can give your nine-year-old a much more difficult math problem than your four-year-old. You know, and, and it's yeah. scalable. And that's it's it's great that you guys are doing that. I mean, have you have you considered, say, putting together professional courses like where it's like, okay, so you want to be this, okay, here's how we're gonna teach you these steps. I mean, we have a lot of, of kind of stuff in our pipeline, you know, as far as you know, workshops and classes. Um, there's a lot of things. We can't talk about all of them yet, but uh, if you've thought of it, it's probably something on our roadmap. That's um, you know, because essentially we're just, we're, we're, we, we love the industry. We love role-playing games. Um, so we just, you know, we've, that we lose our focus in meetings so often saying like, well, okay, let's add this to the big dreams docket of like other stuff we want to do, you know? Um, and so, you know, I, I'd probably say some of the things that are coming that you could expect is um, more team building stuff for like corporate clients. Um, we are, are, are working pretty closely with some big names on some convention stuff. 
for this year. Um, <clears throat> and then we're also uh, starting to work with uh, a number of publishers. I, as I told you earlier, like conventions are really how publishers get pe their, their game and other people and people playing their game is what they count on. Mm -hmm. So publishers are now looking to us um, as a place where they can, you know, pay us X amount to just get uh, a handful of dungeon masters running uh, their game on our platform. And then on top of that, like they are, they are then, you know, we are bringing people to the platform because we have this, you know, big email list. We have this really great ads platform so we could bring people in. That's cool. And I, I think that's, that does speak to an excellent level of evolution for this industry where it's like, you know, we have, this cool new game that we're going to be bringing out, we'd love to have at least a hundred people play it. Can you guys organize that? And you guys can say, is that all? Yeah. Like, uh, you know, it's, uh, it, we've built a platform that can allow us to do quite a bit, even at scale, which is really nice. Um, and, and, that way, when we, when these kind of things come through, we can't say like, oh, well, you know, like we might be able to, it's like, oh yeah, of course. The, you know, let, but let's move on to like what's going to make it even bigger. Yeah. Okay. Our, our initial mission was to take all of the unfun stuff from D&D &D out of it. You know, like scheduling, rounding people up, looking through forums, going ahead and trying to figure out who's a, who's a great GM and who's not, uh, just based on like a couple of blog posts or a couple of WordPress sites. Our goal is not only take the, all the unfun stuff out, but is to add a couple of really fun things in. Uh, and that's that's what Devin I think is referring to as some of our secret plans. Yeah, but. And, and also I mean here's the thing as a dungeon master, especially if you're a dungeon master for hire, it's really hard to just ask the people who paid you money, hey, tell me how I did, um, because you know it, it it's it's you know people would like to do that over an easy send in form to a third party, and that's why. You know, like our review system, um, you know, uh, asks for a public review, you know, for your dungeon master and then for a private review. So like, hey, you know, like, uh, the, you know, a lot of the tech stuff was really buggy. It kind of like took me out for a bit. Um, but, you know, your, your, your voices and all this was great. So then you kind of know, like, cool, I'm going to try to like work on this, you know, uh, as a dungeon master. Like, it's always something weird when I've asked people went before this platform, like, hey, how'd you like the game? Because when it's your friends, they're a lot easier to be candid with you. When people pay for it, they'll they'll usually kind of like, oh yeah, it was great. Thanks so much. We had a blast. It was wonderful. No problems. Hmm. Great. And and it's, it might not be as, as uh, completely honest, which means you can't grow in your own skill set. That that is very true, and I think it's it's definitely a thing where that kind of level of I guess candidness and that level of open honesty, but also like it's a very very different feeling, I guess when you're running something professionally for people, because you know, when I'm prepping my stuff professionally, I will confess I am putting probably about two to three as much preparation time into, okay, I've got to treat this like a job. So there's yeah. got to be the like, you know, these people are giving me money. I want to make sure they get every sense worth of value that I can possibly exactly. give. We, we had <clears throat> someone who uh, played a game uh, on a platform, and they said, "Yeah, I was a big detractor of 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 paid GMs before, and <clears throat> I was always kind of the person to comment, uh, you know, like that. You know, you'd see people coming, like I'll just run it for free, and we would find free DMs, but it would involve like going into Discord servers, browsing Roll Twenty, looking into uh, you know different forums, 
and then finding someone and they would run a session and it would be kind of fun and they'd work out the kinks and then the next week they're like oh can we you know we playing again it's like oh i got something coming up then the third week uh they played again but it was cut by uh you know uh, cut in half and then by the fourth week the dm just stopped responding to them and they're like we just want to play a game and now we can play like the best game because these people are putting so much effort into it to give me the best experience possible um, and, and that's, that's why it exists. That's why this, uh, you know, this industry exists because people, they want to play games. Yeah. And I mean, the, the site does make it very, very easy to get started. You know, like I, I, I generally believe myself not to be a Luddite, but certainly someone who is not amazingly technically competent. And it's like, yeah, guys, I can set this up. You know, there's a picture of me there. You can see my cowboy hat in the background, which very important stuff. Um, but it is a very easy platform to engage with and like honestly whenever i've asked you guys a question like hey could we look at this or hey could we do that um it's less than 24 hours i get an answer saying hey yeah we're looking at this or okay yeah we'll put that on the thing to do or like and you guys do really communicate very well with the community you built on your discord so i do want to say thank you on behalf of absolutely all of us who are involved in this thing well well thank thank you for trying us out um we we couldn't be here without people like you yeah and and it honestly is a pleasure because um you know there's so much i've learned about um uh other uh professional gms and and other players and and what they prefer and um i love being really close to that i love being able to solve those problems um and it's really rewarding to us when we see you know all these dms yeah, say so like, oh my gosh, it's great. Like, you know, uh, I think Ben from from Black Sun Gaming, he's one of our DMs, and he's like, yeah, Matt, I, I I lost my job because of COVID, and I saw uh, an ad for your site, and I was like, ah, I'll go ahead and do it. And he was he was running games before, kind of for paid for people that came by his bar, but um, now he's like booked, you know, uh, every week he's got a game, and he's like, this is That's this has actually impacted my life quite a bit, um, and that we love to hear that. Um, yeah. We love to hear people saying like, I've been looking for a game forever and I, I just couldn't find one and I, I I couldn't get responses back on forums and, and now they're playing in a weekly game with RJ Kressel. So, you know, this kind of stuff is great and it makes us really happy. I think there's definitely going to be, I mean, look, I, I don't know if I mentioned this while we were chatting before or when we were recording, but I'll, I'll say it again because why not? You know, I, I've only just recently picked up a fortnightly kind of ongoing game here with some with some really cool guys here in Australia, cool people. Um, and for me, that's huge because it's like, okay, like, you know, my fortnightly Wednesdays are going to be spent, A, having fun playing a module that I always wanted to, and now I can justify the purchase because, well, it's 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 not just me spending money, it's an investment, my dear, <laughs> which is, which is yeah, how that, I argued it to my wife. Uh, <laughs> remember to write, write that off on your taxes. <laughs> I don't know if I want to mention this to the Australian government, so let let's not do that. Like they're only they're only going to spend it on submarines and you know helicopters for people like Bronwyn Bishop. Sorry, that's very Australian references. I I apologize. Um, but yeah, I mean for, for even like someone like me, like I have done two of your, um, I've done one of your corporate events. I've done one of your teach people how to play D and D events as well. And you guys are just wonderfully supportive in helping people like me start, which is really huge. That's great. I mean, here's the thing is like, it's mostly, there's some people that'd be great at it. And, and, and having known you, I knew that, you know, you'd have the right temperament for this and you'd have the right skill set, especially being a father. Um, uh, so it, it's kind of a no brainer. And there's a lot of people that are, you know, um, 
ideal for this sort of kind of like professional environment. And it's more just like, you know, kind of showing people what to expect and give them, you know, some tools, but then let, you know, you have complete control and you're able to, you know, succeed yourself with them. Also, um, former teacher. So, oh. yeah, uh, that, that shows. Yeah. Our belief is that, you know, just like couch surfing was kind of like a niche thing back in the day. And there were a couple of people that dabbled in it and had personal websites to go ahead and rent their couch out. And Airbnb came along and they opened the market up. And once their technology, once the technology existed, the market existed, similar to Uber. Our, our belief is that it's going to be the same here. Once there's easy technology to make this happen and get, you know, again, awesome people to just do repeat games and all that good stuff. We're going to see a lot more folks get into the industry and a lot more demand coming into it as well. Yeah. And, and the idea is like, we're not replacing, uh, people's, you know, games they play with their friends. No. Um, a lot of people like no one in the group wants to DM. A lot of times there's a DM who's like, I want to play for once. Um, so there's a number, there's a number of, of, of reasons why, um, you know, there's room in the community for both. Yeah. I mean, I am kind of waiting for you guys to go like the full Uber or Airbnb thing and become massive tech billionaires. And then, you know, and, and then the whole industry just becomes some weird kind of amazing, just chimera of beauty and terror in one. <laughs> per, per, perhaps I oversold it a bit. But, uh... <laughs> maybe, maybe slightly. <laughs> cool. Um, now I'll be able to click from your phone. I want a dungeon master, <laughs> and one just rolls up to your house, six feet away, and they. <laughs> yeah, you, you got like all these little pins. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh god, that'd be great, actually. Guys, is that is that is that on the uh, pipeline to happen? I, you know, I, I definitely want to have um, IRL badges. You know, like merit badges. Um, you know, like uh, like like pins. It's like, oh, you know, as a DM, you've you've DM this many games, or you've run the, this many stuff on our platform. Like something physical. Um, I think D and D is a very tactile game, and I and I and I would love to bring some of that kind of like uh, swag and rewards to our community of, of players, um, uh, our community of, of of game masters, but also something for our players too. Like, oh, you've played in over fifty games. You just unlocked. A real badge. We're gonna mail it to you, or or a real custom mini, or, or something a real like custom that. mini. That would be cool. Yeah, yeah. like a custom mini of them. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. Okay. Shit. I gotta play so many more games now. Gosh darn it. I want that mini. <laughs> um, I, I I was gonna say also like if if you could maybe set up like a Tinder kind of deal, swipe right to have your dungeon mastered. <laughs> no. I've seen I've seen that Move I've on. seen that joke around a lot. The swipe for dungeon master. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if I want it to be that. I. I feel like instead of first being presented with a bunch of dungeon masters, people kind of decide what they're looking for. First, uh, <clears throat> probably like what we've noticed a lot of people is they look for the game they want to play first, and then they check out the dungeon master. So it's like, oh, I really want to play an Avernus game, and they like look on our site and they filter by you know, um, you know, any Avernus games, and they're like, oh, okay, here's this, and they look. Then they read it all the different dungeon masters, their profiles. Like, oh, this guy is like does the voices. This one, he's like, oh, he's kind of like he loves horror movies. He does. He's like, this game's gonna be kind of dark. Then be like, yep, that's what I wanted. And I was like, this is gonna be goofy. This is like Adventure Zone. This is gonna be light and fun, and we're gonna hug each other afterwards. You know? Yeah. And you know, we're working on this to make it better. Um, but that's why, also, I mean, as you know, a ton of our DMs offer one shots, so it's a low commitment, and you get to try it out, and you get to see if the DM is a really good fit. So, 
you know. And, and that's a huge thing. I, I don't think that can be underestimated how big that is. Yeah. Cool. Now, I, I am very, very conscious of your time. Um, now, we have the traditional final question we always ask, um, which is, guys, how, how is, what, what's your self-care at the moment? Because I think right now this is like the most important thing we can do. Um, man, I think my self-care is just doing more projects. Um, I feel really good when I can accomplish something and I get a, a pretty big boast boost of serotonin and, and, and such when I like, you know, finish a project or I, I, I solve a problem. So that has definitely been a really big, um, that's a weird, weird thing. I mean, I think the other thing is, um, just reading. I just, I do a lot of, I do a lot of reading anytime I have some downtime. If I'm biking from one location to the next, or I'm just, you know, it's, it's in the morning getting ready. Um, I'll throw in an audiobook or I'll, I'll read something, but those are, those are probably my two big, uh, you know, self-care things. Can I ask what you're reading at the moment? Uh, oh, right now I'm reading the Spellmonger series. I'm like on book nine of that. Okay. I've just been flying through it. It's just a really fun book. I just really want a fun book. Okay. I'm writing that down. Uh, Nate, how about you, man? What, what do you do to keep from screaming? Well, you know, this whole shelter in place has been has been kind of good. Um, my wife and I used to work at Google, both of us together. And so we would every morning wake up, eat breakfast together, always get lunch together, you know, and we it was great. Um, and it's it's been really nice to go ahead and have that routine with your loved one. Uh, and I know that sometimes you can get on each other's or in each other's hair a little bit too much, but I think it's been really great for us. So it's a great time to spend time with your loved ones. I, I think very much so, especially now. And if you can, get out, do a hike. Oh, yeah. Walk past, okay, and oh, here's yeah. another Australian joke, sorry. Walk past Engadine Maccas and realize it can't be that hard to find the toilet, and if you can do it, the Prime Minister should have been able to. There is a story I, mean, I gotta that read up on Australia. Be, okay, there is a story <laughs> that our current Prime Minister shat his pants at Engadine Maccas. What is Engaday Maccas? Is Engadine. that like is that is it is that like is that like your Outback Steakhouse? No, 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 no. Sorry, McDonald's in a suburb called Engadine. Oh, yes. <laughs> I I apologize for all of this. <laughs> Don't. It's beautiful. Um, gentlemen, thank you very much for your time, and and thank you very much for the site. And congrats uh, on uh, on your bookings. Thank you. Thank you, Josh. Devin, Nate, a pleasure.